Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC podcast. I am your host, Mike Larkin. This is episode 39, and joining me for episode 39, making her return to the LFC podcast, the beautiful, the dangerous, and the cannibalistic one herself, Miss Agatha Cannibal Carter. Agatha, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it's quite an introduction. <laughs> hey, man, I'll be honest with you. Let me tell you something. We have a lot of great fighters. We have a lot of great talents. So let me tell you something, Agatha Cannibal Carter. Not only do you fit in that, but, man, there's some sexiness. There's some danger when it comes to you. You're like Michael Jackson, dangerous. That girl is so dangerous. And he got the bite. <laughs> hey, man, there's a lot of great things to say about you. It's all encompassed oh, in one little you. sentence. You're welcome. But nah, man. Well, hey, I, 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 bite, I bite once in a while. It doesn't mean I'm cannibalistic. It just means, you know, I get a little into it. That's all. Hey, hey. We're going to start it like this because, you see, you're getting yourself into it. Man, there's a lot of great videos on the LFC YouTube channel. And whether you guys are talking about, we're going to talk about TV here. We're going to talk about, you know, whether it be action figures. But, man, I put this out there last time when I was on the show with Tomiko. Tomiko loved it. Man, since you bite a little bit, I think a lot of people like to take a bite at just some LFC ice cream bars. We've seen it with the WWE, how would you like to have a bite of some Agatha Cannibal Carter? Ice cream bars for LFC? Hello. Well, there's so many. There's, oh, what a winning hand. There's vanilla, there's chocolate, there's Neapolitan, there's strawberry, there's cherry, whatever. Well, well, what's your favorite flavor, man? Ooh, can I be can I be chocolate chip cookie dough? That's my favorite. Hey, chocolate chip cookie dough, chocolate <laughs> chips. Yes. You know, that's okay. <laughs> no, nah, I'll be honest with you. Let me tell you something. As a kid, when you go into Friendlies, right? So Friendlies had like a lot of the great ice cream: chocolate chip cookie dough, little cookies and cream action ice cream. Know what I mean? Peaches and cream. Channel my little inner one twelve there from two thousand one. I mean, there's. I Coast, right? Yes, we have it here in uh, Myrtle Beach, really South good. Carolina. It is. Uh, there's one. You know what it is too. Growing up on New York, there's an East Islip. There's one that's still there, but they closed a lot of them in New York, from what I recall. But yeah, the one where I grew up oh, is really? still there. Yeah. Well, it's too bad. It sucks, but yeah, you, you know what it is too. And I had this discussion with Jolene, and it all comes back full circle because I'll, I'll discuss with the, this with you. So the hot fudge Sunday that they had used to be called the happy ending, right? And I know where you're going to go with this. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Oh, shit. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so there was an ice cream called the Happy Ending, which is just, it's vanilla. It's a little bit of hot fudge, a little whipped cream, a little cherry, right? But you see, you can't call it mm-hmm. that now because somebody bitched because why are you calling it the Happy Ending? Somebody oh said something. God. Out of all the things, somebody said something. Now I can't say Happy Ending. We got to just say, oh, you want the vanilla oh, chocolate? Oh, my God. You see? That's so stupid. They should just be like, you know what? You know what? Like, they just they need to pull the stick out of their ass. That's all I'm gonna say. See, see. Well, people are people are too offended by everything. It's really annoying. It is. It is. See, <laughs> I get over it. I had this same discussion, and I'm just like, that is the most ridiculous <laughs> crap. I'm like, that's the thing, man. Because I'm so accustomed to you know, happy ending Sunday, you know, vanilla hot fudge the whole night. He's like, yeah. oh, and then, but no, oh, you mean just the small or medium? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, you can call it a Sunday. It's what it is. But I'm like. I've known it as this name, the happy ending. That's like saying, oh, you just want to get a cheeseburger or whatever. You're like, no, I want a Big Mac, you son of a bitch. Like, that's like taking the Big Mac <laughs> off of McDonald's. That's like taking the Whopper yeah. and Burger King. That's the heart and soul right there. Oh. Yeah, it's just, it, people have to, let's make everything dirty. It's like, okay, happy ending, to, or even a happy ending that's like the dirty version that makes people happy, so who cares? Like, you know. I don't know. People people are negative. <laughs> they need to be more positive about everything. That is true. Open-mindedness but. is key. And I mean, happy ending. I mean, I'm going to say yeah. this right now. Some people like happy endings. Leave them alone. God bless yeah. them. God bless yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Like, people need to get off, you know? It's all good. <laughs> yes. Which is fine. You know, whether it's an ice cream Sunday or it's a hand job or whatever, you know? Okay. People are happy. They're smiling at the end. So what's the, what's the harm? It's kind of like that old vitamin C song. Put a smile on your face. What you going to do? Say what you <laughs> Now, I'm just going to say this as a side note to that. People, if you've heard the last time this lovely human being was on this show, we are the Ramblers. I'm going to say you're the Queen Ramble, I'm the King Ramble. We talk a lot, do, so yeah. you do. But we it, do. We talk, we talk too much, but that's okay. No, I mean, you know what? That's actually a good thing, though. You see, that's why I appreciate you, because there's a lot of passion that goes into our words and our verbiage. So, I mean, that's that's still a good thing, though, right? Yeah, of course. 
See, and we just had a whole diatribe about why how people are negative and just should be open minded. So. People are corrupting ice cream. How dare they? Hey, man. It's just corrupting ice cream. What else are we going to corrupt? Jeez, I mean, happy ending Sunday, you sons of bitches. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. What, what is pop positive and what is not, you know, corruption is the beautiful, the talented, the amazing yourself and all the great LFC fighters in the LFC calendar. First and foremost, I got to ask you, this is your second year in a row with this calendar. You did your thing as like the gladiatrix type deal last year. Mm-hmm. This year, you're Sheena, queen of the jungle. I would say if this was Georgia of the jungle, watch out for that tree. But I'm watching and I'm seeing the appeal <laughs> and I'm seeing the appeal. That is you, Miss Agatha Cannibal Carter. I got to ask you before. <laughs> even get to this year's shoot how does it feel second year in a row in the LFC calendar it's pretty awesome it's it's fun um it's fun to do like the themes that we do and yeah it was, it was cool I got like how it just came out talking about some talented um and I also like I like all the other layouts that the other girls have like just like the creativity that went into it and stuff and yeah it's, it's one of my favorite things of LFC actually are the calendars so <laughs> It's a really fun thing to be part of. And I got to say, from the modeling standpoint, I got, I'm going to say this right now. Uh, I'm going to put put him over. Shout out to Richard Enberg because Richard, the LFC photographer, yeah. one of the best. And I got to say, you always encompass that shot. You, from a modeling standpoint, and all the girls, such beauty and such elegance when it comes to these Aww, models. thank you. You're welcome. No, but it, it really stands like the test of time there because you, you see a lot of great photo shoots like last year and this year, like Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Now, how did you like that theme? You got that jungle vibes looking your own Sheena best. Like, I remember the show from the 2000s. I remember the comic book. So how was that like to have that theme for your shoot? It was fun. Like, actually, the movie I was thinking, like, it was, like, this retro, like, I don't know, like, this very pulp-type movie, and it was more, like, I don't remember the movie that much, but I just liked the look of, like, her look and her costume and everything, and I had it, and I was like, you know what, that would be fun to do. So, it was, yeah, it was just kind of, like, on a, on a whim, like, picking that theme, and it was fun. I think that's, well, that's what's great about it, too, like, the whole movie theme for this. Like, I like that. Like, you have Jen, the real deal rep, as, you know, the diehard. I mean, we see, like, Bloody Valentine. We see a lot of great stuff like that, really, with movies, and people can relate to from whatever different genre that it is. So, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And, I mean, me being the pop culture nerd that I am, I mean, mean, that's really what (laughs) really makes it up. Like, Kill Bill, super, like, a superwoman with Lauren shoot. Like, there's a lot of, like, amazing stuff that you can intertwine with these calendars. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. There's a lot of ways to get creative with it, and like you can incorporate, like people can incorporate a lot of their own personality, like into into like a character or something, you know, that they that they want to embody, like in the shoot. So. Well, let me tell you something, man. If, if you were in the jungle, like I said, we were talking about George of the Jungle, watch out for that tree. But you, I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, what's interesting is, and I always use this reference, and, and this will take us to pop culture and a little bit movies here. But, I mean, you look at when Britney Spears first came out. Like, this is like after Mickey Mouse Club, right? When she came out with Baby mm-hmm. One More Time and you saw her in that schoolgirl outfit, guys went nuts because, oh, my God, look at the sexy girl in the schoolgirl outfit. Or whether like a librarian thing, whether it be like a cheerleader, whether it be like Sheena Queen of the Jungle whether it be in the movie theme there's just that appeal with whatever women wear like what we do with lingerie fighting yeah. championship lingerie it's gonna have, meet the eye man it has that appeal yeah true that's very true and that's why the calendar is fun because it kind of it, um, the whole <clears throat> beauty thing of like um, like beauty dominance um, the beauty part is brought through is brought out with the calendar which is really cool so um, I think it's I think it's definitely something that we should keep doing and I really do want to see Everybody gets to be in it. I do, too. I mean, this year we saw uh, Tomiko and Gypsy, the Top Shelf Bay, Gypsy's first edition to the calendar. We saw Bella Inc., yeah. League of Their Own. There's no crying in baseball. Hello. And she's doing her thing with <laughs> She's doing her thing, which, speaking of Bella Inc., your opponent, we got to give her a shout-out. Folks, Bella Inc., uh, came out on Twitter. She is pregnant. Bella Inc., congratulations. Wishing you nothing but love and happiness. Yeah, congratulations to if Bella, if you're listening, congratulations. That's awesome. I had no idea until just now, so that was a surprise to me, and I think she's going to be a great mom, and I'm really happy for her, so awesome. I'm going to say this to right now. First of all, I love keeping all the other fighters in the loop because it's what I do. Besides being a podcast, I love giving these ladies, keeping them in the loop on some great right. stuff. Right. Well, no, but, but for real, I, I truly mean that. I'm not being sarcastic. No, I love you. You're, you're really good. You keep everything. Like, you keep us up to date with everything, and you keep us all, and you shout us out all the time on Twitter and stuff. And so it's really helpful because it kind of keeps everyone together, you know. Because these events are like, 
Oh, of course, and I'll be honest with you, that's my LFC family right there, man. We're all connected. We're not education connection. Remember those commercials? That'll take you back, people, with the waitress in there. Education connection. I digress, I'm a dork. But no, but no I think that's key. I, I always used to say united, not divided, so that helps. And I mean, Bell, I'm going to say this about Bella. going to be a great mom, absolutely. Such a sweetheart of a human being. And I mean, that kid is very lucky yeah, to have a mother yeah. like Bella. Yeah, she's, she's really cool. She's very dedicated, too, and like, have a lot of heart, which is really awesome. I'm going to say, I think that really is, that's one of the things that puts you on the map, because I say this to you all the time, but seeing your first fight against Tasia Thrasslocker in that LFC 25, and then these last two events that you had with Bella, I'm going to tell you right now, man, there's a lot of great staples uh, in LFC, from the veterans that we see from, like, your Jesse El Toro Santos's and your Alley Baby Doll Parks, and, you know, your current champion, Andrea the Storm Ledoy. I think you're just going to be a testament to going forward with LFC. Somebody's going to tune in to LaundryFC.com. Somebody's going to be tuned into the YouTube and all forms of social media that Laundry Fighting Championship is encompassed. Hell, even this podcast. And they're going to say, I want to get an LFC. Why? That Agatha Countable Carter. So, I mean, you're influencing, man. You're resonating. You're generating. <laughs> well, thank you. Let's we'll see what happens. I've been on kicking a lot of that, so... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I have to put this out there because, all right, we have so many great prospects coming in, too. Like, we recently saw Gypsy doing her thing. I want to, first of all, before we get to any prospects, I'm going to say this to you. Gypsy Top Shelf Bay. Girl's got a lot of potential. Rough two nights with Lauren the Animal Fogel and um, Jolene the Valkyrie Hex. But I got to say, girl's got a lot of potential. She looks great. She's, she's a bone. Yep. She really is. She's also. And she went up in there and did it. She did the thing. And that's like, that's half of it right there is just getting up there and doing it. You know, and she has potential to learn. Anyone can learn. Anyone who has the heart and drive can learn, you know. And despite, like, the fact that she's small and stuff like that, I think she, I think she can do very well, so... Me too, man. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's it's the small ones you got to look out for too, because they're spicy, they're spitfires. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because when you're small, you have to you have to have the skill. You can't just use your size. So you have to be fast. You have the skill. You do, and I think her speed shows. And I mean, I'm going to say this right now. You're going in there against two vets and Jolene, which she called out. She won a competition, and then you see Lauren the Animal Fold. I'll be honest with you; those are two great learners. Even though Jolene okay. is. is as vicious as Ellen, I love Jolene, but god dang, same, yeah. same with Lauren, but still, that, that in her own right, I think she's going to be another one that's really going to rise to the top in LOC. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and then she you have to keep doing it, yes, and she'll, be, she'll be good. And then you see a lot of talents coming in, like Gemma, Jersey, Babe, Juliana, and Civil Star, which we saw at LOC 29. I gotta say, for me, mm-hmm. it's, it makes me smile just because I get to see girls like yourself, and we get to see a lot of new girls come in. So, I mean, that that just shows that LFC is growing, and I dig it, man. I think it's good for the overall product. I agree. Definitely. Now, with you, I gotta tell you something about these prospects. We got girls like Delight Dela Cruz. We got Chloe Cummings. We got a lot of great talents coming in. One of them, I will say this, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of this. Uh, Michelle, the Iron Empress wrong as she was just on the last show. Man, she's a host of Muscle Sport Mag along with Laura Cassandra, word of mouth. Girl's got it. She's got the talent. And I'm going to say this. This is the first ever prospect that I actually went to school with. So there's a little tidbit going for these prospects coming Oh, up. wow. Okay. All right. So I got to say this because, man, we were talking about your cannibalistic ways. And I'm going to keep saying that. And you, <laughs> you like to bite a little bit. Please don't bite my friend. I'm not going to bite again, I promise. All right. I'll be good next time. All right. I promise everybody. I'm, I'm swearing. I'm swearing on, um, I don't know, something important. I will not bite again. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right. But I'm just saying. As, okay, right now in this moment, I'm swearing, but I'm not going to bite. It's okay. Eat your sailor mouth. And then we'll see. We'll see what, what how the moments change. But I think for now we can we can all we can all promise. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be good. We'll be good. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. Please don't bite my friend. <laughs> please don't bite. Oh, <laughs> I, I promise. All right. Now the other part about you this. can't see if I'm crossing my fingers right now, but. Oh. <laughs> I love you. No, I look at it like this. God damn. <laughs> with, your, with your sailor mouth there, people, if you've seen the uh, SpongeBob SquarePants episode where he says number 11 and learns about all 13 curse words, th- th- that is pretty oh, much, that pretty much resonates with the cannibal Carter and his <laughs> sailor mouth. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm taking it back. But no, I digress, man. I mean, with you, 
we have more events coming as well for 420. Uh, we got June 12th. We got October 31st, Halloween. AJ Kirsch is coming back for these events, so it's great to see LFC right. ring announcer AJ Kirsch coming back. He does an amazing job. Yeah, definitely. Now, for you, uh, I know you're excited. I know you're looking forward to seeing who your opponent is. Uh, I personally, I want to see you go in there with, uh, my God, there's Lauren, there's Allie, there's uh, a lot of people on the black team as well that are in there. I mean, th there's so many great yeah. opponents that a lot of people want to see you go against. So, personally, I cannot wait. We've discussed this the last time, but I think anybody that gets in there with you, we're going to see a lot of viciousness. We're going to see maybe a little psychology. It's really what I like to say. Viciousness and psychology is what really encompasses an LSU. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It is. I mean, I'll be honest with you. My dorkiness uh, comes out again. It's like Denzel Washington in Training Day. This shit's chess that ain't checkers. So, I mean, you're putting the pieces together, right? <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of thought that goes into it. You have to know what you're doing. Exactly. That's for sure. Now, for you personally... Ah, God dang, man, I look at what, what the future holds as well with these three shows. I mean, we got the 420 event coming out. Dare I say, Nate Dog, God rest his soul, to quote the next episode, smoke weed every day. So, I mean, we got the, four, <laughs> we got the 420 theme. And, I mean, that's cool. It is. It's cool. I mean, it's fitting. And, I mean, it shows. And, I mean, a lot of people, I'll be honest with you, clean as a whistle right here, straight edge. But here's the thing. I always tell people this. You know how a lot of people get stigmatized and there's a lot of stereotypes within people as well? Like, we were talking about the world just judging when they should not be judging, right? So, when you mm -hmm. look at straight edge people, right, a lot of people think they're assholes because we like to make fun of people that, you know, don't that do smoke or whatever but i'm like that's not the case i mean if you want to do that that's you god bless you i don't judge man i mean people just have to look at it like that you know if you're clean you're clean if you like to dabble into it that's cool but as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're just having fun that's the good old thing about it right right exactly that's the way you gotta see it you gotta have fun with it you gotta you know just take it as it comes i mean that's the best the, the way i see everything in life is like you take it take it as it comes have fun with it Give it your all, and, you know, that's it. Yeah, man, I mean, I look at it like this. I mean, if you want to channel your inner shop boys and party like a rock, party like a rock star, yeah. I mean, do your thing, right? Like I said, again, this this is junior high school, man, memory right here. Like I said, I'm a <laughs> dork, I know. But <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, it's forgivable, don't worry. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, you and I are both dorks, and I think you're, you're kind of getting yeah. my references, so, I mean, hey. That's the thing. You know what it is, too, man? If you have, like, that memory, and I'm going to say this right now. My boys joke at me and say I got the memory of an elephant. But if you actually look at it, I know we're going a little deep with this. Like, the, the moments, the seconds, the milliseconds, the minutes, the months, the years, the weeks, what have you. I mean, if that, there's something that really resonates with you and that sticks out from time and time on and, you know, years go by, I mean, that's just saying something, man. You just cherish and you appreciate the memories that have been happening in your thing called life. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, like... It's important to remember, uh, like, moments in life that resonate with you, you know, and and kind of, like, not only find strength in them, but also find, like, humor and joy and things, like, things that you remember that make you happy. I think it's important to come back to that, you know, if you want to, like, lift up your mood or whatever. Like, that's what keeps us going, you know, so there's nothing wrong with that at all. And there's no shame in it. So, like, another thing is, like, I've never, I don't, I don't used to feel shame about much. Like, there's not much that can make me feel shame. So it's just kind of, like, if something makes me happy or makes me laugh, I'm, I'm like you. I'm just like, hey, it is what it is. Like, enjoy it, you know? Exactly. If anybody shames, you just bite them. That's all you got to do is just bite them. <laughs> all right. Now I'm going to put a character in your head. You're like Eugene Levy in The Man. Now what I'm talking about, what I mean by that, folks, is there was this movie with Eugene Levy and Samuel Jackson. It was called The Man, right? And he was mistaken for okay. this Turkish mobster. And Eugene Levy played a dentist and he is the farthest from a Turkish mobster. He plays his nerd dentist and, you know, he, he you know Samuel <laughs> Jackson is this tough guy. It's hilarious. I would just say, go go see The Man with Eugene Levy and Samuel Jackson okay. watching that back. And I don't think I've seen that. So I'll, have to, I'll have to see it. All right. I'll, there's a link. If I can find it, I'll send it to you. But, yeah, send me a link. Okay. But what's funny about it is there's this one scene where this will make you laugh. There's this one scene. They're in the restaurant, and he wanted to eat. He was hungry. He's like, I can't eat red meat. It doesn't agree with me. He goes, but it's a tasty burger. So he's eating the burger, right? And they're talking about, you know, what would you do if someone came at you? And Eugene Levy goes, bite him. And Samuel Jackson goes, bite him? Do you know how powerful the human bite is? So that's... <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out then. All right, yes. So, the man, two thousand five, Eugene Levy, Samuel Jackson. Okay. 
Oh, man, I hope I remember that. Thank you, thank you for the uh, suggestion. No problem. Hey, man. Yeah, I thought that would make you laugh. Do you know how powerful the human mind is? <laughs> it is very powerful. Sometimes it just happens. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, yeah, it's like that Full House episode, too, when they're talking, when they're doing the jingle, and the last part of it is take a bite out of life, and then he has, like, the hockey, <laughs> the hockey, like, the, the freaking... <laughs> The mouth guard in it, yeah. Now that's another one I got to send you. It's a brief jingle. It's funny. Yeah, you have to send me. Oh, you have to send me a link to that too. I haven't seen it. Man, we <laughs> are. T- funny. Man, we are taking it down memory lane here. Good lord. <laughs> but no, I mean, I look at it like this as well. Now I got to say this about you, and I think what's great about the LFC YouTube channel, we get to see a lot of great talents like going into fights and training for fights. We got to see a couple videos of you training at home, doing what you do, and I got to tell you something, man. You, oh yeah. You. Are just your workouts. You're fabulous. We get to see what you do every morning, and I think that's great that we get the insight to see how everybody trains. And you're welcome. And nah, I mean those videos were great. You're doing your thing. Thanks. That was um, actually that one video that I that I filmed for for uh, for the LC. Like it was, I was just like getting a small insight to my workout. But like that was uh, there's a there's a lady on YouTube named Rebecca, and she does like these really short training videos that only get like 10, 12 minutes, 15 minutes sometimes. And it's like very short, intense workouts, like whether it's abs, glutes, um, like things like that. And she also has, I don't do enough of this, but like there's a lot of like stuff you can do for like upper body, you know? Um, but I mainly focus on abs and glutes because that's like, you use that a lot in fighting too, you know, even though I should do more upper body, but I'm a girl. Girls end up, you know, tend to do more like glutes and abs and stuff like that. But anyway, she has a lot of different videos and um, and I do like a few of her videos every day and I'll do like about up to an hour worth of like just different videos, but they're each like about 10 minutes and they're very intense. So you really get like a much more effective workout than if you just go like running for an hour, you know, I found that like doing her workouts are much more effective than what I was doing. And there's more, you get better results and everything. So I highly recommend Rebecca Louise. She's awesome. All right. Now, Rebecca Louise, did I get that right? Rebecca Louise. Yeah, got you. Okay. So I will yeah. put the link to that in the description because, you see, now you got me interested in this. And for those that want to check her out, <laughs> check out check out some Rebecca. But, no, I mean, I look at it like this because I think that's cool. Like, you get to look at workout videos on YouTube and the power of the social media game on that front. But, no. Oh, I, yeah, totally. But, I haven't been to a gym in a while. I just, I, I literally, like, I work out eight or train with friends or, like, I work out at home or I do videos. And, like, that's, that's really all I do. Like, I found that to be much more effective than, like, you know, getting on a treadmill or something like that, you know? I, I get yeah. you. And I mean, I look at it like this. You're about the, all right, here's another, um, again, dorkiness coming out. Look at movies. Look at Step Brothers, for instance. Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. You're about I the, remember Step Brothers. Okay. See, you're you're about <laughs> the, one. you're about the abs and glutes. They were about the boats and hose. Boats and hose. I got to have me my <laughs> boats and hose. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best songs. The best that's like that's my theme song. Uh, the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa <laughs> oh Maria. I'll do you in the bottle, which I can sing. <laughs> oh my god, that fucking movie! Oh my god, there's there's oh, I don't know where to start, but that's like one of my favorite favorite movies Inve- in the whole world, actually. Investors, investors, possibly you, maybe possibly you. <laughs> yeah. And when they put, they put liquid paper on a beat, and it died. Uh, it's just, it just. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good movie. Oh, my God. And it's like, the awkward, what well, about this? It was actually too awful, and I forgot the other egg. John C. Riley? John C. Riley? Yeah. Their chemistry was so good, and, like, the awkwardness between them, too, being so funny. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but, oh, man, such a good movie. Of course. I mean, they had that chemistry when they were in Talladega Nights together with Cal Naughton Jr. and Rick and Bobby. And if you're going to win, then how am I going to win? Yes, I mean, so go on. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Talladega Nights. Um, I don't remember it as well, but I, I probably should watch it again because it's probably one that I would like to, but I don't I don't remember it as well as Step Brothers for some reason. Oh, the best is that, well, you have to go back and see Talladega Nights because the best is at the end where they, so... The wife goes with the best friend just to get back at Ricky Bobby, right? Because they're divorced. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. at the end, he's like, you know what? I don't know what I don't. I'm I'm, I'm really unaware of your tactics right now. So I'm just going to stand here and act tough. And then he goes, Abracadabra Holmes, because he's the magic man. Now you see me. Now you don't. And I'm like, Abracadabra Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That sounds very like that style of movie too. Like just very like, yeah. 
Well, I mean, well, with Step Brothers, you also had Richard Jenkins as the father, which was hilarious because he's like, who's steering the boat? Dad, please shut up. Please shut up. Hell yeah. Please shut up. And they're like about to cry. Oh, my God. I'm about to throw up all of my dinner. And they cry. It's just... (laughs) Yes, I did. And it had the guy, Dwight from The Office. 
was the main character, I think. Oh, oh that's that awesome. That was the guy who played Dwight from The Office, and then it was that guy, the guy who played the asshole brother-in-law, the, um, and the, the one you just said, and I forgot his name already, but they were both in that movie, and they, that was a really good movie, too. All right. The, the asshole brother, the guy who played the asshole brother and stepbrothers. Oh, Adam also, Scott. So he played, like, the, yeah, he played the manager, like, the music manager guy in The Rocker. And then the guy who was the Dwight, who was Dwight from the office played the main character, the guy that's like the drummer or whatever. But it's been a while since I've seen that one, but that was pretty good. They had pretty good chemistry too as actors. Oh yeah, and I, as I'm just Very funny. as I just looked it up, Catherine Hahn was the one that played the wife. That was the blonde one that was grooving a boats and hoes and had sex with Chelsea. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It was, yeah. and I, I mean, it's just that whole entire time was great. And I also look at it like this when you're talking about. Stuff like that, and I mean, just it's the comedic timing, and yeah, for, I don't know how you would get approved, Step Brothers, but that would be funny just to see you in like puffy hair, like Will Ferrell, and like at the end when he's singing the when he's singing the opera at the Catalina wine mixer, Volare. Oh God, that was great. That was, <laughs> and then the um, the the therapist shows up and kisses him, and like everybody's like everybody's embracing each other. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! But yes, but yes. Moving on to other topics, which we'll be here all day. But I love yeah. talking Step Brothers. Yeah, we did. That's great. But no, I mean, also I have to point out to the YouTube for a second because we get to see a lot more into. Like we talked about possibly um, ice cream bars. I mean, we talked about like favorite TV shows. I want to say this one first before I get to the action figure one. Like you are like a big history buff, and me, like I'll be honest with you, I watch a lot of investigation discovery because it gets an insight yeah. of what people are like whether it be like why they do the things they do why do they kill why do they do things and these relationships like i remember on the history channel mm -hmm. being my faith watching the bible the miniseries and just watching like documentaries like mm -hmm. i dug that just because it's interesting yeah, to learn about yeah it, it, you get to learn about stuff and it's cool just to see like behind the scenes and stuff like i'll be honest with you like mm -hmm. when i was a kid with the pop culture realm used to i used to watch behind the music because you get to learn the music videos and about people's careers so for you i dug that you're a history buff and i thought that was cool when you guys were talking about your favorite oh, TV shows yeah I, no i like uh, history to me is fascinating especially the more the more you go back like and you find a lot of similarities between now and the past you know and then also you know you go back far enough and you know before like you go, like for example the dark ages in europe like okay now i'm going to start i'm going off on a whole other tangent i don't know if we want to do this but what's interesting is the chaos there was a lot of chaos and a lot of unwritten history back then so it's more fascinating like the, the more undocumented times of history, parts of history, like where we just don't have a lot of knowledge about it, there's so much mystery there, and it's kind of fascinating because things were really kind of cutthroat and like, you know, a lot of different factions of people that were in charge. Like, there were just small tribes, smaller kingdoms where things were really established, you know. And it's just, it's, I don't know, history is interesting. And then they go and then talk about American history. That's not something I'm as I'm not as familiar with American history as should be, but um, <clears throat> but that's something I want to learn about more. Is just like you know my own history, you know, like the history of my own country. Like I'm less knowledgeable. I'm more knowledgeable about like Roman history than like you know more current history. So, oh. but yeah, it's all fascinating stuff. I mean, when you look about the Dark Ages or whatever history, I mean, history is important and it really makes us and shapes us as our yeah. country and whatever as people. But I look at it like this. Like, I'll be honest with you. I remember as a sophomore at East Isop High School, Mr. Champy's class. I remember we, Mr. Champy was the social studies teacher and he was also the football coach. So, um, oh, wow. <laughs> so, I remember watching, I think we watched Marie Antoinette, the film, which, I mean, I was like, it oh, was, God. What no? Is that is that is that a no god like no Maria Antoinette or what? Well, I mean it's just I feel like movies kind of if they're not really that accurate. Sure. Usually it must depend on which, well it depends on which one you watch. You know, there's there's some I've seen some versions of that that part of history that are just kind of like uh, very inaccurate. But I don't know. I mean, what what do you think? Because it depends on the one you watch. You know. Yeah, I mean, was the, it the one with what's her name? Uh, I forgot the actress's name. Fuck. Oh, God, um, was it Kirsten? Oh, Kirsten Dunst wasn't in that. Was it Kirsten Dunst? I think it might have been. No, it was the other blonde one. <laughs> the other blonde one. <laughs> it was Kirsten Dunst. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. No, you're fine. Yeah. It, it was 2006. Let me see. Was it Kirsten? Hell yes. It was Kirsten Dunst. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. That one. I never actually... Okay, this is bad. So I'm kind of judging it without having seen it. But <laughs> I just heard it was very historically inaccurate. And kind of, you know, maybe I should just watch it for myself and find out. I remember watching it as a sophomore in high school, and I'm like, 
and this was okay. I mean, I get it. Okay, Kirsten Dunn says Marie Antoinette. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, mm-hmm. eh. And then I remember watching, you know what it is too, like learning history. Like I remember marine science class, Mr. Marino, first period, senior year, Dane Cook, 30 minutes, paper, no, digress. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching a lot of Blue Planet. Because my, my Mr. Marino used to love putting on Blue Planet. He got to learn about the fishies. Yeah. Under the sea. Channel my little inner mermaid. Little mermaid. Under the sea. <laughs> it's great just right. to, yeah, but it's great to learn about that stuff, like marine biology. Yeah, marine totally. science. So I got it. And that yeah. was like one of the easiest classes. All we did was watch that and take notes. And hello. That was it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to appreciate that stuff, man. There's a lot of great stuff with history. Yeah. And another thing I got to say this about you, man. Man, y'all were talking about action figures and 20 questions on Lingerie Fighting Championships YouTube. Man, I'd love to see an, an Agatha Countable Carter action figure. Oh, that would be flattering. I... I'd be, I'd be honored if that, that we all had action figures of ourselves. That'd be pretty cool. Now, I've never had an action figure of me, so that would be interesting. <laughs> well, it's like comparing it to wrestling where, like, it's great to, like, do all these, like, tours and cities. But when you have, like, an action figure or your character in a video game, there's another idea. Get yourself a lingerie fighting championship video <laughs> game. But, I mean, being a character in a video game, uh, being, you know, like an action figure, that's saying something because that's like you play with those. You, you know, you play with video games as a kid. So you're doing something from your childhood and now here you are and people get to play and, you know, interact as you. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that would be awesome, actually. Now, what That'd would be pretty surreal. Well, yeah, but what would your characteristic be for your action figure? Would it just be biting, or what would we do? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would just be uh, me, I guess. I don't know. I guess it would look like me, maybe embellish a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I'd just be kicking everybody's ass like usual. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. You can put, well, you can do like a like like a stance where you like you got your foot up, like you're about to kick. Maybe throw a fish. Get that mean mugging, yeah. mean mugging shoulder shrugging face of yours. You tough son of a bitch. You, you mean fucking shoulder shrugging. <laughs> no, you know what it would be? It'd be me like with someone in a scissor hold. I have, I have the strongest scissors oh, in the world. You do. I, 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 I've you. seen it. One day, it's it's you know the challenge is getting someone in the scissors, but once you have them in a head scissor, like once I have someone in a head scissor, they're not getting out. Like it's. Once they clamp down, that's it. I have very strong scissors. Girl, and I wrestle. I do a lot of. I do a lot of sessions where I wrestle people that want, like guys that want to wrestle me. I do a lot of sessions, and they can all vouch for what I'm saying that I have extraordinarily strong scissors. You know, I got to tell you something about the session world. I got a lot of respect for the session world because you ladies do great in the sessions wrestling world. I love having that. We have a lot of talents that have wrestling backgrounds. But I got to yeah. say this about all, all the girls I know, and all pretty much almost all of them do sessions. And again, I think that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm first learning yeah. about it. Like, it's interesting because you have to get to, get to see head scissors and body scissors. And, and you know, so I'll be honest with you. It really just perks the interest in what makes us unique as human beings. Get to see what guys are into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, totally. It's fun. It is. Now, for you, I'm going to say I can vouch for you. I've seen you do some scissors. I've, I've seen your bouts. <laughs> now, let's see. I, I don't doubt <laughs> you. I've seen you. Well, no, I mean, that's that's the thing, man. Three bouts, Bella, Inc., Tasha, Thrash, Lachman, man. You're, I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to use this term. You're on the come-up is what you're on. You're on the come-up. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank like you I'm, saying. I'm just, just I'm excited to, you know, keep it going and move forward, you know. Of so. course. I'm going to say this right now. I look to be at future LFC events. Can you just promise me, like I said, don't bite my friend Michelle? Can you not bite me? Like, I mean, I'll give you a hug, but just don't bite my neck. I'm not Marv Albert. <laughs> I'm not Marv Albert. I'll uh, see what... I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll do my best. All right. Put it that way. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, this girl right I'm here. Being generous. I, all right. The generosity <laughs> aside, and all seriousness, man, this girl right here, I mean, she's she's straight, she's blunt, she's honest, she's to the point, but she is a... She, you, I'm going to tell you something. You truly are an amazing human being, and I love you. Well, thank you very much, and likewise, you are as well. Yeah, I mean, thank you, but I also got to look at it like this. You know, it's the intimidating ones, because people sometimes get scared. I'll be honest with you. Mean mugging, shoulder shrugging, that face... That face, it's a beautiful face, but it's an intimidating face because you got that vibe, man. <laughs> Look into the eyes, the gateway to the soul. You're ready to, f- I'm going to say this. I said this to Lauren the Animal Folk. You're ready to fuck shit up is what you're doing. That's the true. <laughs> but no, I mean. You're a fucking lot- shit up the funnest thing to do. Hey, yes. I mean, you're channeling, you're in a limp biscuit. Give me something to break. How about your fucking face? Hello. Fred Durst, 2000. <laughs> Chocolate starfish, baby. <laughs> Excuse me. But no, I mean, I look at it like this. I mean, sometimes it's the girls with the most intimidating face, I got to say, are some of the sweetest people. They're, they're afraid to approach you. Oh, like, yeah. Well, yeah, they're afraid to approach That's you, okay. but it's like, get to know them. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, if they, if they have the balls to approach us, then they're worthy. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Wayne, <laughs> our channel, Lane, and Wayne's we're not worthy, but we are worthy. You know what I'm saying? We're worthy of a, <laughs> a lot of the great talents in lingerie fighting championships, and you are one of them, my cannibalistic Agatha Cannibal Carter, sexy, well, mean mug and shoulder Well, thank you very much. You're well, welcome. thank you very much. <laughs> you are welcome. But, yeah, I got to say this to you. A uh, couple final things, and then I'm going to say this right now. You're always welcome on the LC Podcast. I love the interview, and it's always, a, it's always a ton of fun having you on. So I look forward to doing this again. Oh, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. So thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Ah, no problem, man. We got a lot of great people. People, if you're not checking out the LFC 2020 calendar, get yourself over to LaundreFC.com and purchase that calendar. We got Tommy Go. We got Gypsy the Top Shelf Bay. We got a great shoot with Jesse El Toro Santos and Terry Feisty Fizz London in True Grit. We got Jen the Real Deal Rep. We got your, yours truly, Agatha Countable Carter. The whole shoot came out great. Hey. Yay. But, yo, one other thing I will say is, uh, I will say this about the calendar. How funny is it that two years in a row, and I love her to death, Monica Flowerbomb Garcia doing it up in January, being the party hard, young go hard that she is in the January shoot? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I do think she's hot. I don't know what else to say. Well, no, I'm just saying, I think that's cool because I think there's a lot. I like, I like, like me, I'm about tying some correlations, right? I think it's cool that we put her back on the New Year's and, you know, the January month because, I mean, hey, Party Rock is in the house tonight. I don't know every day she's shuffling, but hey, LMFAO, that's the jam right there. And Monica Flambaum <laughs> Garcia encompasses a lot of party hard type of deal. And I love that. I mean, I love, yeah. I like, I like the times about that. We get to see a lot of great months. And that's why I said, like last year when we had Jesse, Andrea, and Allie in that one month, and then you see Jesse and Terry doing their thing. Like Terry is another one though, yeah. with those photos, like with her and Lauren the Animal Fogel last year and this year. Oh, it's just, it's really oh, yeah. good. Is yeah, really, but, yeah, but way the way I see it is like uh, all the girls that are like all, all the girls, all the women that are in LFC, um, they have their talent as far as fighters. But everything I've seen as far as like photography, like them, you know, doing their months and being in the calendar and everything, like they've done a really good job and they looked really good. So I think everyone is very multifaceted. And I mean, we we mentioned him before, but again, Richard Ember, our Sean CEO, Sean Donnelly. I mean, he, yeah, oh. Richard's an amazing photographer, by the way. He is. That's the thing. Rival boxing gear and just the whole nine, man. He, he can take a great photo. I've yeah. told Richard this, and the last time yeah. he listened to the show, he said he blushed. And I'm like, well, you are, you sexy, dapper human being. You you go on with your bad <laughs> self, Richard Ember. So, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Richard, man. But, yeah, I look at it like this. And just to close this out, before I have you plug the social media, and uh, I got to say this to you, man. I always talk about, you know, mother being my biggest influence. We got a lot of great women, not just in LFC, but in this life, whether it be size, shape, what have you, it don't matter. There's a lot of curvy women. There's a lot of fit women. There's a lot of beautiful women that are on God's green earth. Agatha Campbell Carter, you encompass that. So I'm just saying appreciate the women, love the women, beauty, strength, and dominance, baby. Thank you very much. It was great to be here. Thank you for having me, and I look forward to being on the show again in the future. Absolutely. Now, this is where I step back. Man, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, let everybody know where you can follow you, Agatha. Um, you can find me. Uh, I'm on Instagram as Selena, S-E-L-E-N-A underscore dead, D-E-A-D. And then um, on Facebook, uh, you know what? Fuck Facebook. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I have, I'm having a... I'm just going to say fuck Facebook because, like, I'm having a gripe with Facebook right now. I, I think Facebook is stupid. Fuck Facebook. But find me on Instagram. And you can find my Facebook through Instagram. <laughs> I hate Facebook. I'm sorry. I just don't even... You know what? I have, like... Can I tell you? Can I just say something about fucking Facebook? Okay. I have, like, a hundred pending friend requests from who the fuck knows who. I, it is, like, the most convoluted, like, nobody... Like, and it's spam. It's, like, you know, spam accounts, mostly. But it's like, who knows what's real, what isn't on Facebook. It's such a big bunch of bullshit, and I don't check it enough, and then I have all these pending shit, and I'm just like, it's overwhelming. I don't have time for Facebook. I hate Facebook. When I can get on there sometimes and, like, catch up on some things, I'm happy because I'm like, okay, cool, and now I'm catching up on this and that and this. But it's just there's so much, and there's so much spam and, like, so many fake accounts trying to, like, be, you know, do friend requests, all this shit. I'm just over Facebook. I like Instagram. You know why? It's simple. It's very simple. It's just pictures and you can write a little thing and nobody can like, you can't, there isn't as much, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not as uh, like layered with confusion and like fucking, I don't know. It's, I, I'm sick of Facebook. I think Facebook is over. Like there, it needs to be, it just needs to be over. Like n nobody's doing Facebook really anymore. Hold on. I, I got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just need it. it. I need it. 
I, I was going to follow up with, you got to tell me this story, but you just said that so beautifully and ve- ve- vehemently, <laughs> vehemently, <laughs> that's the word, but the venom, man, spitting that fire, but no, I got to say this. I uh, hate Facebook, but uh, you know what, Instagram's awesome, because it's very simple, and it's to the point, and it's just image images, and it's very, like, like, if you're, like, a visual thinker, like I am, it's very, you know, but you can still communicate with people, but it's, like, more, I don't know, it's just, it's a simpler platform, but Facebook is very, like, cause here's the thing about Facebook. The people like to get on there, they like to do these long ads, and I've done it too, we've all done it, but like people do these, and then of course I hate myself afterwards, but like people will go on there, they'll do these long rants, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, honestly, nobody cares. Like, nobody fucking cares. Like, it's just, it's like this place where people can go kind of be in this echo chamber, and I'm just kind of like, you know what, what's the point? Why? You know? Like, if people want to post pictures, that's cool. If people want to post events, that's cool. If they want to post videos, like, promote, that's cool. But just, it's just like, the fact that on Facebook, there's so many things you can do that it becomes a big mess. It's, it's too messy. I guess the word I'm looking for is messy, and that bothers me. Well, let, let me share not to laugh as I follow back with that. Okay. Now, uh, uh, so, <laughs> that's my, so my, just follow me on Instagram. That's it. Okay. Well, that's all I got. How about uh, Twitter? Yeah, your name on the Twitter. Do you want the Twitter? Uh, Twitter. You know, I need to make a new Twitter for LFC. I have done that, but when I do, I will definitely give you the link, and then we can. Yeah, I need to. I need to start with a new Twitter because I have another Twitter, but it's not an LFC Twitter. It's like for websites I run, and it's just completely different. So I need to like, I need to make a separate Twitter for like the LFC stuff they do, and I'm just gonna do. And once I get on top of that, I will let you go. Sure, and I appreciate you letting me uh, plug my stuff. So thank you. No problem. I'm Very gonna fo- I'm gonna follow up with that because I'm trying not to laugh at that Facebook rant, which was just epic. <laughs> Sorry, I hate these. I fucking hate these. Yo, I just really all right. Hate. I'm just gonna <laughs> gonna put the Facebook. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this too. Can I say this? Yeah. And so it's not for me. It's not for you because Facebook is for fucking old people. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, old people like to go on there and do these long rants about, like, I don't know. Politics? Humanity and shit. And, like, you know, like, and it's like, we're not, we're not like that. So, like, you know what, we don't need it. We can leave it, leave it to the old people. They can have it. <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> all right. Now, as someone... Okay, I'll stop now. As someone who interacts with you via Facebook Messenger and Instagram, I talk to you more on Instagram, but here's the thing. I'm going to say it like this. I have your number. So if I want to text you, I'll just text you. I have your number, girl. Yeah, like, whatever happened to that? Like, you know what? That's why I think the whole world should agree. Like, hey, if people have each other's fucking numbers, yeah. you know, See? See? You can text each other. Like, why do we have to have all these, like, the social media platforms have just gotten so out of control. It's like, it's too much. You know what I mean? It's too much. And then you had to put all this spam stuff and, like, people trying to scam you and, like, all this bullshit. And that's, just, that's what gives that's what me off my Facebook. It's like, I'll get, like, just the weirdest shit. Like, okay, like, when I first started my Facebook, I just, like, accepted all the final stuff because I was being lazy. And then I'll get messages, like, about Jesus from people and stuff and just weird shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Or, like, you know, like, just people trying to scam or whatever. And I'm like, I don't have time for this shit. Like, why? And it makes me want to just, like, take down Facebook. I'm just, like, I, I just, like, erase my Facebook account just delete it, you know? And I don't because I am connected with a lot of really great people through it, like you and, like, a bunch of other people. And that's why I don't take it down. But part of me sometimes is just, like, wants to just clean slate, like, just get rid of it, clean house, you know? And um, I, I I won't do that because, again, like, it's not, there's enough good people on there not to do that. But, yeah, it's, there's a lot of bullshit on Facebook, which I think we can all, I think everybody listening can agree to themselves that yeah Facebook is mostly bullshit um okay now I'm gonna try to follow back with that before we close this out because I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm enjoying this just because I'm gonna say this oh, okay I'm glad you're enjoying it well, no, I'm no. enjoying my frustration with <laughs> well, I know because I can relate to it just to that beautiful beautiful rant that <laughs> that I do talk to you a lot on Instagram but I will say this we both have each other's numbers and I tell you a lot yeah you could just text me if you ever need to thank you yeah you can text me too hey like I'm all for texting and actually talking voice to voice is great I really you know 
Now, besides that rant and the fact that she hates fucking Facebook, as she put it there, we do love you as a whole, as a person. I would say follow the oh, Instagram. You. You're welcome. I would. I was going to say follow the Instagram because, man, we got a lot of great, beautiful pics of this woman cosplaying just yes. looking as only she can look. Our Hell Instagram, yes. uh, I'm probably going to drop the bail if the Instagram's awesome because it's got a lot of pics. It's got a, really, a lot of great uh shots captured of like the fights and like and it smoked everybody who's in the LFC and I will say this even though Facebook sucks the cool thing about there is one cool thing is you can promote stuff on there you can post pictures on there people can follow it that's the good thing about it you know I mean that that thing I won't that whole aspect I won't knock it's just the other aspects of Facebook which I have expressed that I find frustrating all right, well, that's why I'm just like that, do it. that's all right we all get frustrated I'll be honest with you I hate it I remember first starting Facebook just because of Fan, a friend of mine in high school was like, "Oh my God, you're not on Facebook," and I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm not on Facebook." So, <laughs> so she wanted to add me, so I'm just like, "Okay." And then it turned into all this big ass thing. I'll be honest with you, I got like five thousand friends, and I don't know half of them. But it's through, you know, yeah, that's the problem. It's through it's like work. We don't know. But yeah, it's like it's, it's through work much. and fans and like you know, like you obviously LFC, uh, my high school friends and family, which I keep in touch with. But it's just like, damn. Like, I mean, it's great in a way, yeah, but it's just like, yeah. damn. It's a lot. It's a lot to take it's in. It's a lot. And that, it, it's overwhelming. And then it's like, and you're kind of like, you don't know. It gets to a point where I feel like friendship becomes cheaper because of that, you know, because it's like, it's easy. You understand what I'm saying. And that's why like, I, don't, I don't have a problem. Like, when Facebook has the page where you can like the page and like a business or whatever, you can like it and you can follow it. That's different because if you're a fan, and that's, okay, that's great. Like, Having fans is great, like, fans are very much appreciated, but the whole friending thing, the problem is then it's like, you're getting messages from people, and they, they're spamming you with your, like, scams, or weird religious stuff, or just whatever, and you're like, how did I even, why am I friends with this, or hate stuff, I feel a lot of hate, too, like, I've literally, like, had to defriend people who turned out to be, like, white supremacists, and I had no idea that they were, like, you know, I think it's going to be, like, oh, like, you know, you get, like, a, a suggestion from, like, a page, you know, you get, like, oh, like this page is about, like, white two pregnancy or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck that like, shit. I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. Shit like that, where, well, I don't know, it's just creepy almost. Like, Facebook is just creepy now. So. That's about to say, man. Fuck that shit is what I say to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why, yeah, I've had some weird shit happen. I'm just like, what is this? Well, so. okay. On a, on a happier note, to close this, do you have any final words? Do you have any final words for the LFC faithful, LFC fans? Do you have any final words for them, Miss Anna? Well, okay, I have final words for the LFC fans. You guys are fucking awesome. So, and you guys are part of the reason why I keep my Facebook page. <laughs> I don't take it down. And we love you guys. Um, we appreciate you, and we want to make every time we do a show, we want to make it even better for all of you. So. Thank you. There's gonna be a lot of cool stuff coming. For Agatha Cannibal Carter, the very boisterous and the very outspoken Agatha Cannibal Carter. <laughs> the very bitchy, bitching bitch, yeah. Ah, you're awesome and I love you. And my, I'll admit it all day, I don't care. I'm proud of it. My name is Mike Larkin. <laughs> this will conclude episode thirty-nine of Beauty Street, the Dominance, <laughs> the official LFC podcast, which you can check out on SoundCloud.com says LFC. You can check it out on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Anchor iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts and platforms, Anchor, Cast, Bizox, the whole nine. Uh, but yeah, we're on a lot of platforms. Check it out. You can hear this <laughs> lovely voice with a little attitude. She's got a new attitude, and she's got sass with attitude, baby. Her name is Zach of the Cannibal Carter. My name is Mike Larkin. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye.